This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 517, recorded on December 16th, 2021. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way in your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studio here in a blustery. We had, Marv, we had, you guys get this kind of weather all the time down there in Florida. But we had, yesterday, it was 75. And then a storm blew through, and behind it, it was 55. So in an hour, it went from 75 to 55. An hour later, the back end of the storm this storm was traveling at 75 miles an hour. Like we get some weird weather in the Midwest. That's about as weird as it gets. That the, sounds like a weekday afternoon here. <laughs> it was, it was 35 by the, by the morning. So like we dropped from 75 to 35 in the span of about four hours and oh, that's, just that's had a big drop. It's been super dry here in the Midwest and uh, the wind started blowing early and it picked up, you know, there's been, brush fires and it's just dry down in the Kansas area in it. The wind picked up all that dirt and then it rained on us here in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And this morning, everybody's cars were just mud. It was the, I've never seen in the 30 years I've been in Nebraska. I've never seen anything. I mean, we get a little dirt after, you know, after a rainstorm sometimes, but this the car was caked with mud. It just, there was so much dirt. In the atmosphere. So uh, I guess we all consider it fertilizer, but uh, crazy, crazy weather here in the state of Nebraska. Of course, we'll uh, we'll post some crazy show notes. I don't know if we'll get links to most of the things we talked about tonight, but if you do want to take a look at the show notes, they're at theaverageguy.tv. Just a programming note. Last week, I mentioned that we on Saturdays, we are premiering this episode again on YouTube. We put that in Discord. I'll do it again this week, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. But if you want to join me, if you're listening to the recorded version of this and you want to join me for the, for the next couple months, we'll do the premiere thing on YouTube, noon central on Saturdays. And you can come out. Maybe you missed the Thursday night show. Even if you do make it, you can come out and chat. We had about 12 or 13 people who joined us on Saturday afternoon, and we had a good chat out there while the show was, while we were all listening to the show together. Um it's on my YouTube account. So if you go to, I think it's youtube.com slash Jim Collison. Um, we'll get you there. There's all kinds of links. You can just Google and find it. Sub- subscribe while you're there. Well, that dunkle is coming back to get me. The <laughs> Subscribe subscribe while you're there. That way you get notified all that other great stuff. But noon central on Saturdays if you want to join us for the premiere. You heard his voice a second ago. Marv B. from Podnuts Pro is with us tonight. And he came on oh, a couple months ago, and he was so great. I said, Marv, would you come on again? And he said, yes. Thank you, Marv, because Mike is out tonight. I desperately need you. Welcome back to Home Gadget Geeks. Well, thank you for asking, and uh, hopefully I'll do a good job for you. Well, oh, you always will, and have you on if you didn't. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's catch up with you a little bit. Podnuts Pro, what kind of, uh, what, what kind of, what do you, what do you talk about? First of all, how do we find it, and then what, what kind of things are you guys talking about? So Podnuts Pro is the podcast for IT business support. And the only real catch you have to know is that Podnuts is spelled P-O-D-N-U-T-Z. But it is Podnuts Pro, and the website is podnutspro.com. And there you'll find all the back episodes. But it is a show that is designed for small business techs, uh, 
people that are supporting businesses, managed service providers, computer repair shops. And we talk about all things to help you run your business. So anything from products, we chat with other techs, other business owners on how to run a business. Uh, we bring on vendors and talk about products that we all use. Um, pretty much anything that will help you run your IT business. Podnutspro.com, right? Yeah. Get, get some there as well. Love to have you. I think this, I, I mentioned this last time you were on, I think you fit our audience better than just about any guest that we have on. Cause I think a lot of my listeners uh, fit into that category. And so if you want to jump over there and have a listen on that, uh, I, I bet he would um, appreciate it. We are talking gifts tonight and not gifts like pictures on the internet, but like real gifts, gifts you get at Christmas. Marv, I, I don't know about you, but, but I, the folks around me, I think have figured out now not to try and buy me tech. Like I think early on there were, there were some attempts at that uh, to get me some things that have you ever gotten, as you think about past Christmas gifts or, or, or even birthday, we didn't include that. Have you ever had anybody really try or it, it just wasn't very good. You you were like, Oh, I wish you hadn't done that. Well, so I've been going through that for many, many years <laughs> and it's funny. You should mention that. So this past weekend, I was actually up in the mountains of Georgia. My wife and her family actually get together early in December. And there's a cabin that my brother-in-law has refurbished and built up. And so they go there. So she goes up a week ahead of time, gets the cabin ready. So I fly in usually on a Friday and I'm there for a gift exchange. And just this year, the gifts that I got were, they were nice they were much better than before, but my gifts were a tablet holder. Hmm. So just to give you an idea, so I purchased this for myself. Oh, I have one of those. Hold on. I, I've got yeah. one of those right here. Yeah. So yep. when I do the show and I want to run stuff off the tablet and all that, so I had uh, one of those as a gift. I also got a selfie stick. But not just a selfie stick. It was one that had the super extension with the remote on it so that you can hold the stick yep. and then just yep. click the remote. Yep. And then I got a Bluetooth boom box that I could share with my nephews. Uh, people were watching me in the pool with them this summer and they thought, oh, let's get one of those waterproof Bluetooth boxes. So no, that's that. not that's not a I mean, that's thinking. So that, they weren't I mean, bad. Yeah. 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 But yeah, in the past, there have been some, some doozies. Do you, have you gotten to the point where you're kind of like, just get two gift cards, you know, because we're there so particular, right. We're so particular about the stuff that we use and we we're this is, we're in this business. We talk about this stuff all the time. And you're like, hey, you don't, don't try. Like, cause I, it, you're going to get the, you know, do you just kind of get to that point where you prefer gift cards? Yeah. It's, and it's usually either an Amazon or a Lowe's or Home Depot because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's either for the tech yeah. or for the house. Yeah. Hey, have you noticed, like I've noticed Lowe's has gotten better. Like Home Depot is in my opinion, still kind of like not getting the tech stuff, but I've kind of noticed Lowe's tech section is getting, listen, it's no Best Buy, but does it, it seems like it's getting better, right? No, that and I, I, I think that they've realized that there is a niche to the home automation. Mm. 
And mm-hmm. so a lot of the things they are getting, you know, the, 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 the rain stuff, the home lighting, um, this past year we were kind of, we almost purchased some of those Christmas lights, uh, with the automation and stuff. And they are, they are getting more techie in that sense, along with their tech aisle, you know, where you can go and find, you know, your cable and your outlet stuff and electrical things, you know, there's more tech things in there too. Yeah. I just have noticed their tech sections are a little more appropriate and, you know, here in Nebraska, we really have three major big box. So Home Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards. Those are the three. Menards is not. Are you familiar with Menards? Are you haven't? I, I've heard the name, but I've never seen one. They're not even close. Like they they <laughs> they have all the they have all the off brand earbuds, the Bluetooth speaker. Like they got a couple variety of the. They got some lighting and, and but none of it you've ever heard of, and none of it will work. With anything else, their their camera section is kind of weird, hmm. you know. Like their their cameras, they don't carry Ring or or Arlo or any of those kinds. They just you're like, where did you get these type deals? So kind of odd, but yeah. Uh, so Lowe's is the best of that, and I think Home Depot is still trying to stay with that whole craftsman mentality where yeah. you know yeah. we're just about building things and fixing things. And whereas Lowe is, is trying to do a little bit of everything. They have, they have a little better home decor section. I think so. It's in maybe a little more expensive. I like Lowe's because they do a really great job of supporting veterans. And so being a veteran myself, I always appreciate that. But um, I just, I have noticed their, their tech selection in general has been um, a, a little bit better. Would you, when this is the big debate, right? I think so many of us purchase our, that kind of tech online in the big box stores are kind of new to getting it there. Right. Do you, do you, you know, say all things are the same. Do you order those things online or do you go to the big box stores if they're available local? Only if I need it right away. <laughs> and <Okay>. it's there. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a, yeah. That's pretty much yeah. it. Cause I'm, I'm at the point where I think I'm just like everybody else where it's like, I really don't want to go to the store unless I have to. And the other thing would be is going to the store, you don't see the variety. So it's almost like you look online to see what all the different options are. Then you see if it's available local. Mm-hmm. And, and if it is, then you go get it. Um, it used to be when I, you know, probably what, 10, 15 years ago where I have to go to the store first to touch it, feel it, see if I liked it. Right then go online to see if I can get it cheaper. But now we know we can get it online cheaper and it's just a matter of, <laughs> yeah, you know, with Amazon. Well, maybe I'm, I, I think the, I think the big box stores are figuring that equation out now. And, yeah. and I think in some cases there used to be a big difference between the two. I think now, and I don't know when you're, say you're in home Depot, you're in a Lowe's. You see an item that you want to buy. Do you pull out your phone and check online just to of kind course. of see? Do you, in in of most cases, I pull, out, I pull out the shop savvy app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do would could, do you ever just go to their website to see like if it's available? Like, well, one is if is it available online any cheaper, or do you just search for the absolute cheapest one? No, I don't always shop for the absolute cheapest. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most convenient. Okay. Because yep. if, like yep. I said, if it's something that I need 
and it's $10 more at the store, but I can get it today, then I'll go get it. Um, and if it's something where I don't really care when I get it and it's $10 more online, but I can have it, you know, without having to go anywhere, then I'll do that. It's, it's more of a convenience factor. So yeah. I think that's where all shopping for me is really more about convenience. Sure. So if I'm out and I see something, I may pull out the the app and see, you know, if it's, you know, 30% off online, then I might say, well, I'll order it and wait for it. But if it's just a few dollars difference, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to waste time. I'll just get it. When I was, you know, I bought a camera, a big Sony A600 or whatever. I think that's the one I bought. Um, I should, I should remember that the, um, and I bought it actually out in New Hampshire where they don't have sales tax. And that was one of those where big enough purchase and I was out that way. And, uh, Ed, Ed Sullivan reminded me, Hey, there's no sales tax in New Hampshire, bought that online, but changed the store to New Hampshire was there. We went and picked it up there and, um, and it saved myself, you know, 60, 70 bucks on sales tax. That's another, uh, uh, another way to do it. I tell you what, um, oh, we're going to talk about things that we want here in a second. Um, but when I think about tools that I have gadgets that I've bought recently that I've really loved, that have maybe even been a surprise to me. One is, and I've done, been doing a lot of electrical work. I've been working on the shed, working on the house. One is just a, a pair of electrical, you know, these are just strippers, wire strippers that are available there. But the best thing, and I don't know why it took me so freaking long to get one of these, is in the handle. You pull out this little, and there's a in the handle is a little tester, right? Okay. Push push the button down, hold it against an electrical, you know, just hold it against electrical. And if the thing is hot, it'll beep, right? And it's just so freaking handy to have. And then it's stored right there in the handle. There you go. And it is, it is the greatest. I was like, been doing for wiring for a long time. Why did I never buy a you know, that the, because it's so handy, oftentimes, you know, go, oh, I'll go get something to test it and turn the light on. I'd use a light as a tester. Uh, but having one of those, that has been the best little gadget tool that I bought. Have you picked up anything in the last, towards the well, end of the let year? let me do this. I got to move away because I wasn't planning yeah. on this, but let me, yeah, let me grab, grab this. Yeah, grab that for sure. We'll, we'll get that. He's reaching back there. That's the best part about the show is you can just do impromptu gift. So yeah. this I never really planned on anything, but this is a NextPal, basically a power bank. And the reason I was looking for this is I was doing a podcast in Orlando and I had no idea where I was going to get power from. And I used to try to use the little power packs to power my Rodecaster Pro and they just weren't cutting it. So I ended up finding this. And it has USB outlets. It also has regular AC outlets. Now, I don't use this, but it's got a a flashlight on it. And the USBs are USB 1, Super Speed, and the USB-C. And this thing basically ran for 10 hours Mm -hmm. um, with me doing it. So... It was funny because when I purchased it, it was probably a month before Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Black Friday was half off. Oh. And I was thinking, man. 
shoot so it, yeah. it is a little pricey and i'll give you the link for it if you want but yeah. these things what what mean, did it cost you so this one was 399 okay and we're actually going to get one for the house mm-hmm. to use it whenever we lose power there yeah. at the house and we yeah. can plug things in yeah. instead of having to pull out the big old generator yeah you know we just need yeah. to basically power up the tv yep. um tablets and whatever yeah yeah i've been looking at a lot of those i've been looking at a lot of those myself when i replace the ups's mm-hmm. i may replace them because they're those are actually better i think those can be better than ups units for for backing things up so i'll have to do some i have to do some research on that and some looking let's get to the chat room really quick cuz they've got some things to add and marv you can add in on this joe joe says Worst tech tech gift probably was one of those mini vacuums for your keyboard. <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen those? They got the I've little, got, gotten that. Yeah, <laughs> the little bat- battery powered, and it would. I think it lasted me ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you clean your keyboard? Like, what's your preferred? I do this. <laughs> yeah. What, so hold it up and then just turn it just, over. Turn it over. Um, wrap it on the desk. Sometimes I take a spray disgusting. can and and do it. And then basically you unplug it and wipe it. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, if you haven't cleaned your keyboard in a while and you'd think, well, I don't eat around it. Maybe you don't. It's disgusting. Like you, you turn that thing over and start clicking and you're like, oh my God, where did all that come from? Well, you (laughs) came from you. Here's how bad I am (laughs) because I also sell computers. A lot of times I don't have to replace the keyboards because people will have their own. Yeah. Uh, they'll buy their own wireless or whatever. So I've got probably 20 keyboards sitting back there. So if it gets really too bad, just toss it and grab a new one. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I've just had the same keyboards for a long time, and they're disgusting sometimes. Alex says, in reference to do you buy online or do you buy uh, in the store? Big box stores, if it's on clearance, it can sometimes be cheaper. That's another, yeah. like, they run some crazy clearance. I like, I know where all the clearance sections are in every store that I go to. Right. And so that's, uh, kind of, kind of helpful. Uh, Rover says one of the best tech gifts was he got an elect an electronics kit when he was younger, like nine or 10. Oh. It was one of the, it was back in the transistor days, uh, radio shack before they went under oh, used to yeah. have, right. Some of those, some of those, you can still buy for the kids. There are all kinds of really cool, put motherboards together, build a kind of a working computer for them, right? Have you, have you had any experience with any of those kind of system on a chip kits? No, it's been a while. I mean, I stopped building probably around 2005. Uh, My nephew, uh, we built one for him, but it was, you know, it was, you know, nothing to do with circuit boards or anything like that. It's just sticking in a memory chip and a solid state drive and go. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some great they have some great gifts for kids now to get them. Listen, we need them doing STEM careers. Yes. So get them if you can encourage uh your student to to maybe that'll light a fire for them. Uh do that. Brian says I can't uh I can't think of a bad tech gift, but one time we received a Google smart speaker, but we're uh Amazon household. Oh. <laughs> he was able to exchange it on a gift receipt. That might be and we're both. I have both you know, the Amazon okay. and the Google setup. And sometimes I say one and sometimes I say the other. And sometimes like, yeah. then I say this for my watch. It gets a little confusing. It does, but that's the same battle as the uh, Apple Android. Yeah. When people give yeah. me gifts, you know, they give me the wrong right. thing for my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Although, you know, I got a handy, let me, let me uh, I think the best thing that I have ever used so far is this little dongle that I'm showing. It's lightning to, to TRRS for the phone. Ed, Ed reminded Ed Sullivan, I was chatting with him. He reminded me of this. I pair it with a headset that's got the, you know, the, the round plug-in and use the headset and the microphone for my phone. Yeah, there you go. You got that right there. <laughs> yep. You got this, the hand, that's the handiest. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yep. That is the handiest little device. Um, I think that you can have for the iPhone anyways, which I'm a big fan of just throwing a pair of headphones on when I'm talking, like, especially if I'm talking to my mom or I'm going to be talking to somebody for a while. I, I don't like, I don't want to do this where I hold the phone up to my ear and I don't, like, where's my phone? I don't, this, this is obnoxious when people do this kind of stuff and they're talking like, like, you know, they got the phone out in front of them and they're talking like, I, I'm not going to do that either. Like, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. You know, one of the, so something I purchased for myself is the Bose sound sport. It's they're wireless, but they have a cable so they can hang on my, my shoulders when mm-hmm. I'm not using them and put them up here. I use those things all the time. And I will tell you this. So I was at the airport flying up to Georgia. I left those in the car. So I ended up buying this cheap little Gentech. And they are the, they look like the AirPods or whatever you call those things. And. How much were they? Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, they're cheap. Um, and they sounded it too when you <laughs> when <laughs> well, you're used to listening on Bose and yes. these things in. Well, that's the question when you go to buy those cheap knockoffs. Like, can you get kind of good enough quality that they're kind of disposable? Like you you use them, I don't know, maybe for a year. Well, and for twenty twenty five bucks, I'm like, eh, you know, yeah, I'll use yeah. them for the trip, and that's right. It. And then then while well, they're backups. You know, if that's the case, yeah. we were talking about, you know, do you, what do you do when you're in retail and you pull out your phone? Bob says, pull out the phone to make sure the item you're looking at is not a recall. Oh, this is a good idea. Is not a recalled or discontinued service ah, or yes. someone like the wire cutter says, uh, do not gift the worst to the, to your worst enemy. Right. It, it, yeah. That's a good, that's kind of a good idea too. Like maybe even be able to read some reviews. Right. At that point, you know, that's a huge thing now on Amazon, especially now with the logistical shortages we're having, is to check the item to make sure it's not renewed. Yeah. Because right. they're not putting that in the description sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. make sure. Good, good, uh, you know, good, you know, good, good advice. Bob says the, uh, the induction tester is far better than the scream test. And, <laughs> I did. I was installing a microwave uh, here in the house we're currently in, and the former occupier had run a wire instead of through the stud, just over the stud, and then um, drywalled just so there was literally just a little mud between the wall and the wire. I didn't know that, and so I marked the thing and put the was drilling in, and it all of a I saw flame just shoot right by my head, and the drill with it. <laughs> As it, I hit the circuit and ka-chow, my wife just freaked out. She was, and rightly so, that could have taken my eye out in the process. Yeah. And uh, so I've gotten a little bit better. I got a little cocky at that point with my wiring. And, um, and so uh, it was good. And I probably gotten a little bit, a little bit better. 
Um, John says uh, one very inexpensive tech gift he got last year, which he loved, was the battery daddy. Stores all si- all sizes of batteries and comes with a tester. Yep. That's a great. Yeah, you know what, John? That is a great. That could be one of those gifts you could give to the tech person, and they're probably not going to go. Uh, because right, we've all got these gadgets now that have um, some of them. Most of them now are getting built-in batteries. Do you still you still need to keep some batteries around, Mark? Oh yeah. I mean, just just for the mice alone, you know, yeah. that I have double A's, and I actually have to carry them in my bag because a lot of times I'll go on site and people are saying, you know, while we're working, oh, something's going on with my mouse, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, you need batteries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, when you buy batteries, do you buy the expensive name brand? Do you try to get the knockoff cheaper batteries? So, what do you go with? We, we usually do the knockoff them away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, Walgreens will always do a buy one get one. Yeah. So we're all, we're doing that all the time. Yeah. And you know, I've got nephews that they're going through their battery stuff all the time, and with all the stuff that I use, uh, we tried to do the rechargeable batteries, but mm. they just didn't. They just didn't. Cut it, it never pays off. Right. You think, oh, I'm going to save the planet with this and reuse these. And they just don't ever seem to quite have what you're looking for on the like a double or triple A or even the C and D. I think it gets worse as you get up, you know, C and then D. I've tried doing some D rechargeables and they just never seem to work or work out right. So Um, we did get one of the, the, what do you call it? The daddy battery thing. So I got one for myself and the wife and we were going to play with it. And I keep it here at the office and we were going to buy it for my mom and all of that stuff. The downside is that I wanted something where the, you could rotate the batteries so that you knew mm. which ones were new and which ones were old. And that was the only downside is because they have, you know, slots for a hundred batteries. Well, yeah. Yeah. you know, you've got to know to go in a certain That's order. True. That's true. You ever thought about labeling them when you put them in? Do you have a labeler? No, That's too much work. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, some of my listeners are like, yeah, duh, of course I'm doing a labeler. No, it's in, in, yeah, no, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of work. Uh, yeah. You're right to get them done. Rover says flashlights are also great. This is a flashlight that I got it actually at a tech conference. Uh, no, maybe it was a college. Yeah, there you go. You've got them on your desk. Yep. These, I think you can't, I don't know how a tech guy can't have one of these sitting on his desks. You know, I need to, if I need to go under or do something on a computer or look in something, I grab this thing so often. It's just so handy to have. So I used to complain because when my family started getting me batteries, you know, I mean, sorry, flashlights every year, I'm kind of like, okay, guys, enough. Well, now I'm at the point where, yeah, you're right. We got to have flashlights everywhere Mm -hmm. and I've got them in every bag, every car and they just, they just come in handy. Yeah. It's good to leave in the car. It's, it's kind of one of those things that you, yeah. And, and they've gotten really good that they're really bright and they're they're pretty inexpensive, right? I mean, yep. And these like you, I bought, I got these from a tech show. Right. And I grabbed like five. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good, I, I, this may be the best it's so far that we've talked about a gift to give somebody, you know, your tech friend that they almost never go, oh yeah, I'll never use a flashlight. Right. It's kind of a nice, 
can go in your pocket. Uyghur's always talking about those everyday kits or everyday bags or whatever those things are. You know, it's something that he, he keeps on them. Yeah. Small flashlight. One of those things that got to go in there. So Rover, you good, good call on the flashlight. Definitely good call. I yes. Keep a couple, I keep a couple on my desk. Uh, speaking of that, I've got one of those little desk mate buddies, you know, that you oh. can put all your stuff in. It's in a, it, you know, it goes around a cup. These are just a couple bucks. Uh, bucket, I think Bucket Boss makes them. Yeah, they do. Bucket Boss, and you can put all your pens. I, you can see I got my gadgets, a little bit of, over here I got a little, bit, a little bit of lip balm in there. I've got my Swiss Army knife. This is kind of a great way to hold all your tech kit. What do you, do you have a, you have a gadget bag or do you have, what do you, what do you use to keep all your stuff in? So, I mean, my cup caddy I use is really for my pens and stuff like that. Most of my gadgets I keep in my go bag, you know, for my tech stuff. So I've got three bags. I've got my laptop bag. I've got my, my daily driver, which is all my tech tools and my USB drives and all of that. And then the tools that we talked about last time, my network tools, I also have stuff that I keep in that bag. So, yeah. Yeah. I think every, by the way, I think that's another one of those gifts for the techie. Although this is kind of a personal thing. It's kind of like a backpack. Like you'd think like, yeah, nice tech backpack would be a good gift, but that may be something we want to pick out. Yeah. We should pick that on ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tech, tech bags. Uh, that's maybe get a gift certificate and then say it's for uh, a tech bag. Joe, yep. Joe referring to turning your keyboard over and shaking it. He says, <laughs> AKA keyboard, <laughs> keyboard trail mix. So yep. that's pretty great. Bob uh, Carpenter's checking in. He says, worst gift, a flexible gooseneck USB fan with oh. fabric blades lasted like three hours. <laughs> then it melted. <laughs> yeah. I I, be, I believe that. Um, I've got one of those. I picked one of those up at a at a tech show or whatever, and it's just a USB. It's a it's a bendable USB light that you can, and that's actually kind of handy at times if you're uh, working around your computers and you just want a quick light. You can grab it, plug it into the USB port. Takes the place of a flashlight. Have you seen those those kinds of lights? I haven't seen that one, but I did have, and I miss it. Uh, one of those flashlights that was a little thin and long. And you could pull it out and uh, yeah. bend the head, but it yeah. had a magnet on the end. Oh, so every be- time we drop a screw somewhere, you just you know use that to pull up That'd the screw handy. and stuff. Yeah, I can't I find could, those. I could see how that would be handy. I did find my Windows 10. If you can see that, I got a Windows 10 flashlight that I bought, uh, or they may have given to this to me back in my M- MVP days or something like that. But good to have it. This is with these kinds of lights now. Sometimes you turn them on and you set them down, and then you come back. <laughs> couple of weeks later and forgot. Yeah. yeah. You're done. You're done. It's a good thing. They're not lasers and they're burning holes in the desk. <laughs> Otherwise you would have, I'd have a ton of holes burnt uh, right through the desk. Um, Bob is saying those Tandy uh, 75 in one kind of electronics kits with springs and the pre-soldered wires oh. going b- back to that comment before of these kind of kits. They've got a lot of kits for, for students and stuff. And sometimes they're fun for adults too, you know, just to kind of, uh, mess around and and be able to um, do that bust out. Welcome, bust out. Glad you could join us tonight. He says, I don't gift anything for phones anymore. Phone tech is standards change so much and everybody uses it differently. And I think everybody has different 
they want different things. They want their phone to be blinged out differently, don't you think? Well, so the I never really wanted to gift things for phones, but the wife asked me to get a case for my nephew that also had a built-in yeah. battery. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. And then I went and got his phone model and his phone, oh, it's a Galaxy S8 something that is not a standard mm. phone. Mm. They don't make a case with the battery for his phone. Yeah. So it's it's getting harder, I think, because with all the different models, I mean, you have to know the specific phone and what accessories are there for it. Although <laughs> I did finally... I never used this, um, the little disc. Yeah, this is a magnetic charger. Yep. Until I picked this up at a show a couple months ago. Um, I think these are cool as gifts that, uh, yep, good yeah. gift magnetic Rover phone says a, a good gift magnetic phone charger with various tips. Um, you know, I think that is one. There, there's this. It's gotten fairly standardized with magnetic chargers. Yeah. Not like it used to be. I think it's gotten a little bit better. That can be kind of a safe if you kind of know the brand of phone they have and you can do that. I think you can never have enough of those magnetic chargers kind of around the house in various spots. Be great to have one at my desk. I'd also like to have one up by the bed. Having one out in the garage would be handy while I'm working out there. Just throw it on the charger if I need to, right? Well, I'm going to look in getting them with my logo on it and give it out to customers. Cause I'm always seeing them at the desk um, for users. So I'm thinking I'll just, why not put my coaster out there and. Yeah. No, right on, right on. Great idea. Brian says, uh, one of my favorite cheap tech gifts I received was the simple air vent cell phone holder for the car, whether that's the the cradle holder version or even the magnetic version that though those are fairly inexpensive and again I've got four of those and like laying around couples in the cars my wife never likes it on she doesn't like it on her car and I, well, so when I'm not in there she takes it off and puts it away every time I get in her car I got to pull it out and put it back <laughs> in right to make it work but those two I'm not a big fan of the cradles like those are too really? big and bulky for me. So yeah. I've yeah. I've been debating on getting my own. So of course, I've been trying to find some nice mats for my Jeep, and I should have just went ahead and purchased the WeatherTech ones. And you know, WeatherTech has one of those phone cup holder things, mm. and I was thinking mm. that, but I'm like, eh, it's a little too expensive. I think. Yeah. Because I don't put my phone on the vent, but I put it in my cup holder and it's just kind of flopping around there. Yeah. So I, I, I almost got that. Yeah. That's, it's not in, by the way, I think that's one of those that works car by car. Like, cause not every car, not every cup holder is put in the right spot. And that may, yep. the way we move our arms and the way you've got things situated, it took me forever. The Subaru the new, I have a 21 legacy. The vents don't work well for the magnetic ones. I actually need it to extend out a little bit. Uh, I can't use the holder where the magnet's right against it. I actually need it to pop out a little bit. So I haven't been I haven't been using my magnetic holders, but I can prop the phone up in the spot on my dashboard where it lays horizontally and it looks great and I can I can be charging it. And 
for the longest time, I was like looking at these phone holders and I'm like, Hey, idiot. Like it sits just fine on the, like, just use that. You don't have to have a gadget for it. Just set it there in the car. I wonder wonder which car manufacturer is going to create that little cubby in the console that fits. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like a universal phone holder. Yeah. Well, Tesla has done it the best that I've ever seen where right underneath you sit down and then right underneath the dash is just two spots for your phone Mm -hmm. and it's got charging and you can just set your phone there. And now I can't tell you when I was in Boston with Ed, I left my phone in the car a dozen times because I forgot to grab it because it was, you know, in that cubby, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I think Tesla is doing a nice job of it, um, of a good spot. Uh, Bob's talking about those flashlights. He says, I love those flashlights. I only have, I only wish they had like two millimeter of clear plastic at the tip. I keep leaving them face down. Okay. That was, that just, was our point. Like you said, yep. yeah. Yeah. You, you need like clear right there, right? On the end of, as we think about that on the end. Uh, so you can see, you can see when you're burning out your batteries. And Bob, so, you're totally right on that, by the way. So this one, I don't know if you can see it close up, but it actually has, um, some ridges. Whoops, go that way. Yeah, there we go. So that when you lay it down, uh, I don't know if I can make it to where you can see. It, yep, you can see you just yep. enough. Yeah, that's the way. Down. That's the way. That's a good. That is good. That's good design. Mine, mine don't, and I'm I'm blowing those batteries right. Although they could have rechargeable lithium. Oh, that'd make them too expensive to get them <laughs> yeah. to get. Cause you can't give them away uh, with those. Um, with those kinds of batteries in them. Um, Bob says, speaking of flashlights, great for walking the dog at night. Love those mm-hmm. rechargeable headlamps. And then um, John says, uh, yeah, head mounted flashlights are, is a great gift. Really useful when climbing around uh, behind yes. the rack, right? Yep. You're, you're, do you, you ever use those in, in what you're doing? I what? haven't. And I've thought about it a couple of times because we've got a couple of locations where, it is a pain in the butt to try to squeeze back behind there. And if I don't bring a flashlight, I've got to pull out the phone and try to hold that. And yeah, so I've thought about it. But yeah. Never pulled the trigger. It's a good, that this, that may be one that you, towards the end of the show here, we're going to talk a little bit about things we're looking for in 2022 to add to our arsenal. Things that you may hoping you were going to get that, you know, you're not gonna, so you're just going to buy those things in 2022 anyways. Headlamp for you, maybe one of those. I would think when I was in tech support and I was doing, this was, so this was Y2K day. So year 2000, think of those big boxes. We were still PC bound for, for on a lot of machines in those days. And I had one of those Black & Decker, um, you know, um, screwdrivers that not a drill, but just a long, Oh, the big long one. And it yeah. would flip, it would fold for the 90 yeah. degree. You could fold it, but most times I just left it in the straight position and, and it wouldn't, you know, the nice thing about it, it was geared just for that kind of work where it was, it wouldn't turn too fast that you just strip the screws right. out of a computer. Right. Yep. Sarah bought that for me. I got that job. I'm trying to think I, did I get that job in the fall? And was working PC support and she bought that for me either for my birthday or for Christmas, man, I used that thing for the longest time to, cause you know, you'd go in, you'd have to pull the cover off in the back. There's no, 
no speed screws back there or whatever, or even uh, HP was starting to put latches and stuff, but it was just old school screws. That was really, really, I had one of those for a while. Do you still, you still use something like that? So I just made a note here because you made me think of the fact that, so I've got the big, you know, 18 volt ones that I carry that are useful for the rack. And I use those on the bench because they have the torque where you can go from one to 10 and, and all of that. Yeah. I've been looking for a really small one just to keep in my bag. But I've gone through Ryobi and I forgot who the other one was, but they just, they don't hold up as much Yeah, and they don't have the torque. So they don't have it to where if you're screwing, it'll stop. Yeah. I want one that'll stop once it tightens up. Yeah. But I want a small one and I can't find a really good small one. Yeah. Bob says powered screwdriver basically is what it comes down to. And you're right. They don't, that's not a space where like, on a drill, you would have 20 different settings. You guess, right? And then it'll, it'll, I, whatever ratchet or whatever they call that when it starts skipping. So it doesn't strip yep. it out. Right. And, um, it would be great to have three. Like I would really just on a, on a power screwdriver for what you're talking about, three of those settings. One is that infinite where, you know, you can just set it. Yeah. Just bear down on the thing. The other two, though, would be just two settings to, so I don't strip that. I don't strip it out, but made a good quality. So maybe we'll throw this out there. If you know about it in YouTube and you're watching this, throw it down in the comments below. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, eventually the recorded version of this, I'd love to hear in the comments your like worst or best gifts like we're talking about right here. Throw those down on the comments on YouTube if you want to do that. And uh, and it'll be fun to see what you come up with um, as well. Brian, or no, Bob, it's, uh, I think it was Bob. Let's see, go back. Um, We're talking about headlamps. He just says it's also good for having to pick up the dog poop in the dark. (laughs) In the dark. While holding the leash. So it's good, especially here in in North America during the winter. Uh, It gets dark. Well, not where you're at because you're a little farther south. But up here in the north, Marv, it gets dark early. So it's good to have one of those um, flashlights. Bob also says the Windows 10 flashlight, sadly, not the last one I'll ever need. So Bob, nicely done. That is a good. Uh, that is good as well. Uh, he also says a plus one for weather tech. Also bought their dog dishes with the raised bowl holder oh, for the yes. senior dog. We have a senior cat. This is a thing. Like we had, to, <laughs> we had to raise the bowl up too far. And I'm like, seriously, like, yeah. It real that the vet said that would really help him. It did. I, we did that for the cats. We didn't get a weather tech, but we got a raised bowl uh, because they weren't drinking enough water. Yeah. And they said, yeah. look, raise their bowl yeah. and, you know, actually make it wider too. Cause they said, when you get the small bowls, if their whiskers are rubbing up against the sides, it kind of aggravates them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, good. We, that's what we did. All of our stuff is raised. My cat's 18. He has living the best life he's ever lived. He gets treats. That's he just, his, his meals are just treats. Then then it's not like he eats regular cat food. He eats the treats that the expensive stuff, the expensive treats. That's all he'll eat now. And I'm like, you are living like a King, my friend, just like a King. I had to tell the wife to slow down on the treats. We got (laughs) to, 
<laughs> we've tried. It just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. My daughter's like, but he's got to eat something. I'm like, well, all right, whatever. It's not going to last that long. Um, Joe says Harbor Freight is a really good rechargeable, great rechargeable lithium light work. work Harbor light, Freight. Is that a name brand? Or? Yeah. Well, they're a discount. Harbor Freight's kind of a discount big box store. They and Northern Tools have kind of come along in the last couple of years and, and have, have, been a really good we have, we have a local they have both local and an online presence and uh, i bought a 12 ton jack from them for like 30 bucks or something like that 30 40 bucks wow and they're reasonable sometimes you buy these tools you know you go to lowe's or home depot or whatever and you go to buy these tools and you're like geez do i need to take out a second mortgage oh these so these are the lights that you would hang up when working on the car or yeah. in the shop yeah Okay. Right. Yeah. And, um, these work lights, uh, uh, oftentimes they might be magnetic or they got some great hooks on them or they, right. Just some, you got some additional features. I think that also, you know, a magnetic light or, or at least a hook light may be good for a technician to have behind a rack too, just to give yourself, if you're not going to carry a flashlight, just to give yourself some extra light in, in case you need it, bring it out. Of course, a battery, you know, batteries are a great way to do that. So you don't have to worry about plugging it in. Yep. Um, and so, <laughs> so Bob said, Harbor Freight, just as long as you don't expect it to be exactly 12 tons. Yeah, it's a discount place. Like, you know, <laughs> you're buying a jacket at the Menards, or I mean, at the uh, the Walmart of, um, you know, of of tool stores. So chat room, great comments. I thank you guys. Uh, I'd ask you to participate and you did very well. So thanks for jumping in. Can continue to do that as we go along. Uh, Marv, I want to transition a little bit and okay. kind of think about the future. We've talked about some great gadgets, some things that work, some things that didn't necessarily work. As you think you got your eyes on anything you're, you're looking ahead to for tools, gadgets, some of those kinds of things, anything you're hoping Santa doesn't bring so you can go buy it, you know, kind of go buy it yourself. So unfortunately, I really don't because like most of us, I probably just got so used to when I see yeah. it and I want it, yeah. I just get it. Yeah. Um, my focus has really been on podcasting. Mm. So I've been looking for some mobile podcast gear, um, looking for something that would be like the Roadcaster Pro. I did. Um, I do have a Zoom uh, for what is it? The H4, H4? N Pro, mm -hmm. but I, I'm kind of I want the Roadcaster, but smaller. Yeah, and I tried yeah. the um, what is it? The Zoom P4, mm -hmm. but it just didn't feel right. It was a little too plasticky for me, and sure. all of that. So I'm looking for those types of things. So that's my my focus isn't on regular tech or home gadget stuff. It's more on yeah podcast gadget stuff. Yeah, no, and it's it's that's kind of a whole different world of of tech from time to time, you know, a lot of times, actually more often now than ever, we have podcasters on and we, we talk kind of about the podcasting tech and it's because of COVID it's more mainstream today than it's ever been because people got kind of tired of the clunky audio stuff they were using early, uh, you know, early 2000. And they were like, okay, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I'm seeing more and more of this kind of gear sh just showing up in people's, you know, people's offices. What, what I'm, what I'm seeing at Gallup is 
like I'll call somebody and all of a sudden I'll have one of these and I'll be like, Hey, when did you get that? They're like, Oh yeah, I saw you had it. So I thought it'd be a good <laughs> thing to buy. <laughs> so they bought arms and they bought, you know, they bought uh, mic arms and good microphones. And, and I'm even seeing in some of my guests and not just in the U S but around the world, I'm seeing more and more influencers making sure they have, they have good gear, a good microphone, good setup, something along those. Yeah. So I think it's getting more popular, Marv. I, I really do. It is. It is. Um, the only other thing I was trying to think of, because what happens is, so I, not to broadcast this, but I did a Black Friday preview show. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about stuff. And so in preparation for tonight, I started looking at these lists that they have, you know, last minute tech gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at them. I'm eh, no. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, why are these so popular at the very end? So nothing really triggered my, you know, my juices, I should say, um, that are just screaming at me to get. Yeah. 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 I, I think one of the things I would encourage listeners to think about is the gift of a monitor, an extra monitor. Like I, I am nine, so I'm sick. I'm, I'm sick. I just, I can't have enough. I'd have 50 if I could. Like I just love having monitor space. But I think most people shortchange themselves in that thing. And monitors are super cheap. Like this is an area where. Not right now they're not. Um, well, it kind of depends what you go with. I like, mean, if you're, I mean, you talking like, so I, I had to research for 24 to 27 inch yeah. for a client. Yep. And they, they're they not as cheap as they were, you know, a year ago. So I I got a 34-inch ultra-wide for about 279 bucks. Okay. Now it's 60 hertz, 1080p. But for, for my use, perfect. That's okay. Right? Um, now, prices fluctuate. But I just think value for functionality I just think monitors are one of those things right now that if you're looking at a little laptop screen or you've got one monitor, I think now may be a good time to look, especially post-Christmas. Like maybe not right now, but look at Staples. Definitely post-Christmas. Office Depot, some of those kinds of things where in the post-Christmas stuff, they're just like, okay, we got to get rid of all this stuff because... CES is coming and then we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff coming in. So we better, we better get rid of this stuff. And so I've just been a big fan of thinking, um, yeah, uh, Joe says he needs to do a monitor intervention at the next (laughs) meetup. And that's, that's very, um, it's very true, Joe. But, uh, I, so I think that's one of those, um, well, well, the point I was going to make with that, not the monitor itself, why you should, you do need that, but getting your monitors on monitor arms, that's another area where now those have gotten, those used to be really expensive. Now you're talking 50 to a hundred dollars to get a, a dual monitor stand that you can bolt to your desk. That really gets the monitors out of the way off the desk. You get those stands out of the way yeah. and it kind of gives you some more area to put your gadgets right on the desk kind of thing. You can also position those monitors a little bit better for both your sitting height, your viewing height, and, um, and the, the tilt on them, which is, which is really, really important for your eyes. Yeah. So I think that's a good, 
as I'm as folks look ahead, I bought this 34 inch widescreen curved, and it's on its stand, and it's a big old stand, like it sticks out. Like I mean, it's got a hold of this monitor. I think post Christmas, it's going to get a single pole, you know, stand and get get rid of that big stand on my desk. I think to me that's important. So you're still a single monitor, but the 32 inch. So do you have uh, plans to put? I want to put one, one on above top? it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I Sarah might divorce me if I do that. I'll just be honest. Cause really, I mean, well, the Mac is on a single monitor, but to the side of it is a, is a big 27 inch monitor in portrait mode running windows. Then onto the right of it are a 27 inch, and above it is a 24 inch on an old studio PC running Windows, and then three for the work. Okay, know. I got you. Yeah, so, so I'm still uh, a I'm still a dual monitor person. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I got the wife. All our stations here at the office are dual monitors. So now I'm thinking of doing the quad. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. It's a good quad. Is beautiful. It's a beautiful place to be. The other thing I'd recommend on the quad is offset them a little bit. So have two sitting right in front of you and actually position one back from the other and run your camera right up between the two of them. Okay. So that you're, you can use either monitor and it kind of at least looks like you're looking at the camera that way. It's a good, good way to do that. That camera will slide right, you know, just offset one from the other and it'll slide right in between. And then I don't like the seam in the middle. Even on my widescreen, I have most of it set to my right. So we're broadcasting here. That's one monitor. The second one is over here. I wouldn't want the center of my monitor in the center of my desk or the center of my view. I want most of the work, I'm going to do it on the left side. And all the other stuff, I'm going to delegate to the right side. That Okay. I want there, but I don't want to necessarily look at it there. So I'm a little, I mean, I know I'm odd to begin with, but... I'm a little odd that way that I don't center my monitors on my desk. It's the work setup is exactly the same. I have two monitors straight in front of me. The third one sits off to the right. Kind of that's where I shove my email and stuff. I don't want to look at all the time. Very interesting. I don't know. That's just kind of, that's what kind of works for me. Bob says high end business monitors, a little harder to come by right now. And that may be it's what you're seeing on the pricing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming seems a little bit easier. I would agree with that. I think they've, a lot of the monitor makers moved and over, maybe overbuilt for the gaming space. Yeah. Well, another reason too is all the monitors that I look for need to be display port. Those are hard to come by, yes. but HDMI, VGA, plenty of those. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, HDMI is pretty much what I go with. So, and I think for most people, that's kind of, yeah, regular people. It's kind of where they <laughs> land. Yeah. For the, for, for, for the, yeah, for the average, for the average guy kind of thing. Anything, uh, Marv, anything else as you're thinking about looking ahead uh, that you're, that you No, I was just trying to think when we on? thought about the screwdriver that, that came up. Yep. And I already talked about the, the phone holder stuff. Um, I have here written power and I don't know why any, any dongles in your future as we think about, you know, like where you want to combine things into one or just the ability to plug it into USB C and then especially I knew this when I was working on other people's computer, I love to have that, the ability to have 
one plugin and then do multiple things on their computer if they didn't um, have those ports. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. What I started thinking about is outlets. Mm. Trying to get the outlets now that come with both the regular receptacle and the USB ports and just getting more of those around the house and around the office, because that's one thing where I'm always running out of plugs and I hate having to buy, you know, the USB dock, I guess to say, and trying to jam everything into one dock where I can spread things out between multiple plugs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I've actually found, I bought a couple USB just powered ports. They don't, they're not docks. They're just USB power. Mm-hmm. And having those on desks, like on this, on this dresser back here, yeah. I have one up in the corner. Coming out of that is all the iPod, you know, and back in the iPod days and some of those things, a Bluetooth speaker, like you just got, you know, <laughs> I've got, I've got one, I think eh, you can't see it. That's the Alexa right there, but. Bluetooth speakers are for this. It was nice to have a little hub for those kinds of things where I could just plug in. I wasn't trying to plug into my computer. I just, this is just a USB charging. uh, Well, and that's, yeah, like a charging station. So at the end of the night, we put all of our stuff in one spot. Yeah. And, you know, our tech is, you know, we both have tablets and we've got all our USB stuff. I've got a, you know, my Bose, you know, ear things for the house. Um, They're, (laughs) they're sitting on the floor by the couch. Bob says he has multiple locations with seven or nine port USB-C high power ports. Way better than one plug, one wall uh, wart. So, yeah, good way to. And Bob, if you could uh, give me the link for that. Shoot that in the <laughs> drop. Although links won't work in the chat, but oh, set, no. set, Marv, how would they, how would Bob, how can, what's your email address that Bob could send that to? Um, send it to, uh, that'll be, send it to Marvin at. UncleMarv.com. There you go. There you go. Bob, appreciate that. I, I think I've been doing a lot of thinking about just kind of cleaning up. I have so many power cords going into um, power strips. And when I'm working on and it's a mess. I need to clean it up. But when I'm working on it, I really need, um, I really need to label these cords because I have no idea where they go. And, you know, you're just looking by the cord. Then I got to kind of, you know, you start doing this thing where you're like, okay, tugging on it. (laughs) Where does this thing go? I need to do one of two things. One is clean it up so I get like machines. So like the Mac has its own, the Mac stuff has all its own power strip. So I know everything's on this. And then label the power strip, Mac stuff. And then maybe each computer has its own, right, power strip to do it that way. That's one way of doing it. Or I do, I should probably get a labeler. Today I use that blue painter's tape and I write on that and then I just tear it off. And, oh, and you were bothering me about labeling things <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You call me on a it. cheap little Dymo and I go know, to it. Oh, I know. Well, I, I, I haven't found the right one that I really want. I went to, I went to Staples or home. Depot, you know, the Dymos have gotten to be ridiculous too. We used to have a nice little green dymo that was the perfect size and you just knocked stuff out and they failed and i went and got a new one and it's now it's like a mini typewriter <laughs> yeah yeah yes 
Yeah, you just can't. Well, in, to be honest, I change things so often. The blue tape is probably just it probably easier. works well enough, and yeah. you can you can pull it off and not worry about you know ripping anything apart. Yeah, well, you know, and then somebody showed me a trick. Why I did not know this before, but so say you want to hang power strips on the wall, right? And power strips have those screw, you know, the screw hooks on the back, not hooks, but the place so you can, you know, put a screw in the wall and lock it to the wall and it holds, right? What what's wh- what do you do to line up those to get those holes lined up so you can get the screws in the right spot so that works? What do you do, Marv? To well, I don't sure. do anything. I okay. Don't, we, we don't hang stuff on the walls. That's okay. <laughs> well, actually, I, and, and because of that, we're actually looking at there's that new product where you can get pictures on a block uh-huh. with the sticky stuff and yeah. you just tack them up there. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good, that's a good way to do it. I measured them. You know, I would, I get my tape measure out and measure the distance between the two and then I'd make a mark and then I'd go down and put another mark and put the screw. And it was There's never. A, I, I saw because we right. watch AGT, HGTV yeah. a lot. I saw that there was a laser product that you could use where you could set it down and it would it would like put out a grid for you. To, yep. To yep. Your yep. Stuff. Um, I yep. never went and got one, but somebody's got to be able to find cool. that. Those listen, late using a laser to hang your pictures, like especially if you're you're brand new and you know moving into a new room or you just painted and you want to re place your pictures using a laser is super great is a super great way to do it i have an easier way so take your power strip turn it over take that blue tape and put it on the back of it then with a sharpie i always keep a couple sharpies down here just mark the holes take the tape off put the tape on the wall okay put the screws into those spots pull the tape off like it is like how did i get to 53 before I knew this, why am I just now, you know how long I've been struggling with that to get those, those holes lined up. Uh, I was like, I am an idiot. Why have I not done that before? They you do homework. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't do any work around the home. I'm like, uh, what do we got to do, honey? Call somebody. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let me give, let me give a quick little update. So, so folks know, listeners know, I've been kind of wrestling with this idea of, putting in a generator port into the house to bring, you know, so when we lose power, I didn't really want to do all the wiring. It was going to be necessary to do the, to do the switches and get it. I don't need to electrify the whole house. So um, I've been looking at to just bringing in the 220 side in and they've, there's some products to do. And I thought, you know what, as an electrician in, in, when I was younger, I could probably build my own solution for this. So what we've done is we've got the, you know, little 220 round outlet that comes in or sorry, 240 uh, from the generator. So getting both sides, I, I bring it into a 30 amp box and then split that to 215 amp switches. That's actually, Marv, it's way easier than it sounds. And it's way simpler than it sounds because, you know, 240 comes in on two wires. Plug that into the box. Now it's separated into two circuits of 120. Like, it's just math at that okay, point. But are you talking about your own portable generator? So like yeah. the 5,000 watt generator yeah, 5, that you pull out? Yep. Okay. See, yep. I'm going even simpler than that. <laughs> I'm going to call the Generac people and have them put the whole house generator. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. That Ed, Ed, Ed Sullivan did that too. Just have, no, that's actually a smart way to do it. It, it really is. And I'll be honest with you. I think maybe the next time 
I, you know, I do this, I'll probably go that route, but this has been, uh, it's been kind of fun. You know, there were some solutions I could buy, but as I was looking at, I'm like, you know, I think I can do this. And so I custom built my own comes in at 240, splits into 120, uh, in two circuits of 15 amps, goes down to two, four or to, to a single four outlet box that I can then just plug my extension cords in. And when we lose power, I'll run one up into the kitchen to run the fridge. That's what we want to do. It's like run the fridge, run the microwave. That's all we need. I just don't want stuff to go bad, right? Right. Run lights and chargers. Okay. That all work. One will run down to my wife's computer. I'm looking for a few more of these. Yeah. And they make them that are pretty big up to 2000 things and they're not that expensive. So just get a few of those. And yep. You could do that too. Yeah, you could do that too. That is a way. Do you guys lose power very often? Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's then it's worth it. it. It's Florida. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the it's world's the worst power grid. Lightning capital of the world and uh, FPL. You know, doesn't make it easy for us to put in our own solar panels because if that was the, I, we would have done that. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, would it would have killed them to print the template on the box that it comes in for some. Joe, actually, those templates, I've had those paper templates that have come with stuff. They just, those don't work well. This tape thing just worked like it was magic. It was just magic, right? Brian always says he loves those tech life hack tips. Just changed my life to be like, why did I not ever think about, you know, doing it before? I used to be like that, but then I just got to the point where I'm like, I messed too many of them up. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I. Well, I am waiting for, so I'm waiting for a cable. I needed to order. If you're doing any electrical right now, copper is just ridiculously expensive. That's, that's like gold, baby. Oh, it's just, it's horrific. So I ended up buying a, instead of buying a brand new, you know, 10 gauge copper line from, you know, the store for like 80 bucks, I bought a six foot dryer, uh, an old dryer um, um, plug. Same stuff. So you're pulling it. You're <laughs> so I'm going to cut the ends off of it, strip it out six feet. It's perfect. I need four. So I'll have some extra. And, uh, and it was 12 bucks instead of 80. Like you, you kind of go, okay. And then picked up a, uh, picked up the box that goes on the outside of the house, uh, ordered that on Amazon today. And that's coming in on Sunday. So have that all wired up and ready to go. Hope I did it right. I'll test it before we do it. But it's it's one of those things. I got done. It looks beautiful. It's laid out nicely. Marv, it's you probably get this feeling when you've wired up, you know, somebody's somebody's business setup and you've wired it. It looks good. You just kind of stare at it for a few minutes and you're like, man, I do good work. Yeah. 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 That's that was that way for me. So Pretty great. Marv, anything else uh, as we think about uh, the, the the gifts of Christmas future that uh, may, may, be in your, uh, may be in your plans? No, but uh, I am interested. Uh, whoever mentioned the Harbor Freight stuff, uh, yeah. please. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd be interested in. Yeah, Harbor Freight is an interesting place. It's an interesting place for sure, but be, be, be careful what you buy there. But it's not. Is it, it's, is it an addicting type of thing yeah, yeah it can be because the cost is the price is right on the, well, on i saw an led hanging light for 8.99 i'm like hmm yeah yeah that might work for us because again right. when we lose power here just be able to you know i can take down my wife's potted plant hang a light up there and 
Yeah. Yeah. I love the, um, I, uh, you know, I love the box that you had that has the light in it. We, when I bought for the girls here, my wife and my daughter, their own power brick that was just a little bit bigger than your average power brick. And mm-hmm. it also had a, um, it also had a light in it. So it doubles like a, the flashlight, like a halo type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think there, you know, it's about the, as big as, you know, a large, like this large cup here of soda, about that big, okay. a little right. thinner though. Right. You know? And, um, yeah. And they were, they were, <laughs> they were on clearance, you know, and I picked up three of them and, 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 you know, we just keep those plugged in and charged all the time and then has a light that they can use. So I always tell them, keep those, keep them charged. Yeah. Just keep them charged. It'll be, it'll be nice to have. I feel pretty good. I mean, I, I'm not done yet. I don't, I don't have it tested, but I'm feeling pretty good about my house backup situation. And, uh, we almost got a chance to test it this week as the weather got, as the weather got, um, pretty crazy. So, Marv, do you follow last thing? Do you follow CES at all? Are you going to be, do you, CES comes and goes, we're going to have a bunch no, of I'm chat not about that on, in January. Yeah, I'm not necessarily big on that. Again, uh, mainly because it's usually stuff that I know I'm not going to get right away. And I'll just wait to see, you know, version two of some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have, uh, I think Aaron's going to be out there. So on the 6th of January, I think Aaron's going to join us live from CES. Yeah, that and, should be good. And, yeah, that'll be fun. And then I, I think I've got Ryan and Bob from thinkcomputers.org coming back on the 13th. And they're going to be following it pretty closely. So we're going to try and do kind of a CES wrap, uh, hopefully with them. And, uh, and, and hear of all the things that I, I don't follow it really closely usually all that stuff's out of my range anyways but uh uh good it'll be a good time to talk about it and i i kind of treat it like tv like i'll watch it and you know if it something catches my eye then i'll watch and it's good entertainment yeah other than that i'm not i'm not it's not a must see yeah yeah Uh, i totally agree all right we'll go out on this tip uh, Bob says he learned the best trick ever for those that have cabins. You could do this in your own house too. If you're always losing power with freezers, uh, when the power goes off, so fill up a Dixie cup or anything with water and freeze it, then put a penny on top. If the penny's at the bottom and it's uh, frozen solid, throw everything out of the freezer. Like if mm. you go back in, right. This good, particularly good for cabins where you may not be there to know. Okay. If the power was on or the power was off. So vacation homes might be the same way. Or if you've been on vacation, this may be a good, especially if you've been on vacation for a week, this may be good to know, hey, did the food in there stay frozen while I was gone? Because the pennies at the bottom, <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> you know that for sure. So Bob, good trick. Uh, big thanks. Well, one, Marv, thanks for coming out. And and we didn't, we don't need that Uyghur guy anymore. I think we can, I think I can let him go. Well, I'll let you break that news <laughs> to him because <laughs> he may not no. like hearing that from me. No, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I think, uh, we'll, 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 we'll keep him around for a while. Anyways, he's, uh, he's the busiest part of his life is still coming up. So I, I always appreciate the value that Mike, uh, brings to the program here. And so, but, but Marv, thanks for, for uh saying yes and coming back and we'll we'll have you back on again in yep. spring and and thanks for doing what you do again one more time tell folks how to connect uh, with your podcast so podnuts pro podnuts with a z 
podnutspro.com, the podcast for IT business support. And if you want to email me personally, email me at marvin at unclemarv.com. I love it. And uh, we are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash uh, live. We're going into the holiday season. I depend on when you're listening to this. Um, I think I'm taking the week in between Christmas and New Year off, so no show. Mike and I are back next week with kind of the pre-Christmas program. Again, don't forget, we'll do the premieres live if you want to join us for those Saturdays, noon central. If you jump over to the YouTube channel, just subscribe while you're over there. It's the one with my name on it. So it's youtube.com slash Jim Collison. We'll get you there and subscribe while you're there. You get notified. Join us on Saturdays. It's kind of fun. All the work is done. We're going to say the exact same thing, by the way, we said tonight. No new stuff. We're not going to be able to respond to your chat. But we had a lot of great chat last Saturday uh, uh, doing that, and it was a ton of fun. I'm going to get kind of addicted to it. So if you want to join us, big thanks to the chat room tonight. You guys brought some great content, and I appreciate that. And appreciate you guys coming out every Thursday to be a part of it. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Jay Collison. Find, or if you want to send me an email, Jim at the average guy, uh, dot TV. And from both Marv and I and Mike, we'll wish you a, a very happy holiday season as we get there. Merry Christmas or Kwanzaa or uh, Hanukkah. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that is hilarious. Uh, today I just realized we scheduled a big event right on Chinese new year. And I was thinking, and we have a big, uh, big audience over there. I was like, Oh, how dumb am I for not, mm. uh, for not taking that into account? There's the, we really do live in a global world now and it's great to have all those things to account for. However, if you accounted for every holiday that's global, you're never getting anything done. No. So we got to figure out, we got to figure out some ways. I mean, you literally would not do anything for the month of December, January, and February. Like it's just, Tough, we say yeah. holiday season. It's just a holiday quarter at that point. Everybody celebrates their holidays uh, in those months. And so appreciate you. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for doing that. Uh, we'll see you back for, we got one more uh, next week for till the end of the year. And uh, with that, we'll say goodbye. Stay safe, everyone.